Welcome to Cunty Life and Biz Realness, the uncensored show that explores how to live your truest life, what tries to get in the way, and how to grow your business as a result. I know you want to be more courageous, unapologetic, notable, transcendent, and authentically you, and you're in the right place, babe. I'm your host who's the most, Naomi. CEO and head life and biz authenticity coach at Cunty Coaching. Let's dive in. Are you even a real entrepreneur if you've never questioned if this is for you and if you should just go and work a normal job and be like the rest of society? Like, are you even an entrepreneur? Because I think that this journey is hard and beautiful and messy and empowering. And we need to talk about how common it is to really question it all. And today, I'm going to start this three-part series of the cunty decision to keep believing in yourself and not give up. And what that looks like and how giving up and changing trajectory or shifting the way you're going about things or the offer you're providing or the business that you're doing, those are totally different things. I have been an entrepreneur for, I think, six years. I started in 2017 and I have had my fair share of pivots along the way and shifts and changes. It has been a roller coaster ride. And through that, I didn't give up. And I understand that not giving up can also be a form of privilege. Sometimes we do have to feel like we have to give up if people are depending on us or we don't have any other sources of income. There's so many reasons why some people feel like they have to give up or they have given up in the past. And I want to have a conversation about this and clarify it and disrupt some of the shame that comes with this and also embolden ourselves to keep believing in ourselves and to not give up because our story deserves to be told. Our work is important and we are of value. Our work is of value. People need it. Even sometimes when we feel like it's not hitting the mark. So The reason why I'm going to break this down into a three-part series is because as I was preparing for this episode, I brainstormed my top tips and it ended up really closely mirroring the framework for my business, my coaching that I already have. So it's perfect. My framework is made up of three main pillars, acknowledge activate and get accountable. And since they apply so well to this topic, instead of cramming it all into one episode, I'm going to split it up into three episodes, one for each pillar. The first pillar, the one that I'm going to be talking about today is acknowledgement. It starts with drinking water and minding your own business. Okay, I don't know if you've heard that song on Instagram or anywhere else, but I heard it on Instagram. 
And it is easily one of my top songs. I'm definitely going to look into adding it to my country coaching Spotify playlist, which heads up, go follow that playlist because it's the bomb diggity. You're welcome. (laughs) I've listened to it on a daily basis. It just lifts me up. And I want that for you too. This point is so important and it is a difficult one to talk about because as empaths, as sensitive people, as caring people, we do tend to get ourselves in other people's business because we care about them. We care about what's going on in the world. We care about our environment and what's going on around us. And so there's some tension and some obvious overlap about where we care and where we need to stay in our own lane and mind our business. Because there is definitely privilege attached to being able to stay in our own lane, mind our own business. And I'm not insinuating that we should silo ourselves or ignore problems that surround us or our communities. Absolutely not. And I know that if we want to have impactful work, if we want to change the world, if we want to be part of the change and we want to see the redistribution of wealth and the collective liberation and the empowerment of ourselves and our communities and other marginalized communities, we have to be able to focus on that mission and that work. So I am positing that both can be true and we have to be extra mindful as empaths and sensitive folks and folks who really have mission-driven businesses, we do have to be really aware of when things are distracting us and pulling us in too many directions and pulling us thin because we are not going to be able to do the rad, amazing, transformative work that we need to do in order to elevate our communities if we are allowing ourselves to be torn. So the first, this is what the first category is. The first guideline is to hydrate yourself, mind your business as much as humanly possible. So what does that look like? That means grounding yourself in your mission, your vision, and your purpose. Who are you deep down and what are you here to do? Who are you doing this for? What is that going to look like? I have this conversation like daily with other badass entrepreneurs like you and like me. We need to literally steep ourselves as if we're a tea bag into our own tea that is all of those really important pieces of our puzzle. If we do not ground ourselves on a daily basis in what we are here to really do and what impact we are really here to make, it is hard to stay focused on that and to actually move the needle on that because it's hard work. This is hard work. We are doing amazing, incredible work and it takes a lot of effort to do it because the world is not set up for these things. It's not already going in these 
directions as easily, right? We're here to like really change shit. Redistribution of wealth, collective liberation, these things are not the norm or the status quo. And so I don't want you to give up on those incredible missions, that incredible work. I want you to stay rooted and stay connected to why you're doing these things, why you're doing this work, what it means, what it's going to mean for future generations. Why did you decide that you want to work with a, a certain community or a certain population or you want to see things change in this specific way? Whatever it is for you, why? What is it about it that gets you riled up? What is it about it that gets you fired up and angry and passionate? What is the hill that you are going to die on? Because if we're not clear about this, it's going to be really hard to not give up when it's hard. You have to ground yourself in those three things. Your mission, what you're here to do. Your vision, what you want to see in the world. And then your purpose. Like, why you? Why have you been selected for this assignment? What is it about you? What experiences have you had? What fires you up about this and makes you the one who is uniquely positioned to transform the world in this way? And then the next part of this is root yourself in your strengths. Why you? What do you have that is changing the game? that is impacting people already, that is having a positive impact? What are those strengths of yours? And how can you be rooted more and more in those strengths? I really want to encourage you to dig deep and go inwards for these kinds of things. And I want you to reflect on these things and reflect on not only what they are, but like, how you can remind yourself on a daily basis in a way that best works for your learning style. For example, if you're an auditory learner, you love to listen to things, maybe try recording yourself, either giving yourself a pep talk or talking about your mission, talking about who you're doing it for, what your vision is. If you're a visual learner, maybe that's setting up a vision board that reminds you exactly of who you're doing this for, what you're doing, why, and what that's going to look like. So determine what methodology works for you because I hear it all the time. Entrepreneurs will say, yeah, I have some like mantras and some affirmations. And I'm like, and how are those working for you? I don't really feel anything anymore. Okay. Let's change that. We, I want it to be like punching you in the gut. I want it to move you off your seat. I want it to move your energy when you come across this. I want you to be able to, on a hard day, remind yourself powerfully about this. And if you need a coach or someone to hold you accountable, it's an incredible reason to seek a coach whether that's me or not, to 
have someone hold you accountable day to day about what you're here to do and why it's so important to stay focused on that, that's an incredible reason to hire a coach, an incredible outcome that you will get. And you'll move closer to your goals and quicker. And you'll feel that feeling of wanting to give up will get less intense when you have a coach. Be very mindful of what is trying to distract you. Get very boundaried with it. Get very clear about it. Make sure that you're taking note of what kinds of things these are. So a great way to do this is to do a time study where you determine the intervals. But let's say every hour or every half an hour you check in, you say, okay, what did I just spend the last half an hour on? What did I just spend the last hour on? How is my energy now? Because if you're feeling drained, that's a really clear indication that whatever it was, it's a distraction. It's not serving you. It's not serving your greater mission, vision, and purpose. And yes, there is some privilege in this, but you have to be able to discern where your energy is best bent. No matter what your situation is, if you are growing a business, it needs your energy and your truth and your empowerment and your drive. It needs you. Your business will not be the same without you. So root yourself in that and root yourself in your power. And why you are here with this assignment, this mission, and how you're going to make it happen and how you're going to focus on it and how you want to feel and what that focus is going to make happen for you. Because a lot of times when we want to give up is because we're not clearly connected to our why. So that's number one. Number two is to locate your mind gremlins. We all have them, those mind trash, mind gremlins, limiting beliefs, stories, brain weasels, whatever you want to call them, mean girls, the the voices in our head that are mean and terrible and tell us false things and fake stories and are very all or nothing. They're cognitive distortions. Locate them. And give yourself grace and acceptance that very first that, okay, I see you. I hear you. And I know that you're normal and you're trying to protect me or, yeah, that's really what it is, is that they're trying to protect you from some unknown, some fear that's coming up. And this journey will be really hard to keep going on if you can't hold hands with fear because that's oftentimes the the times we want to give up the most is when fear is running rampant in our minds and those limiting beliefs those mind gremlins they thrive off of fear and so reminding yourself that it's normal and then building the muscle of trust and spirituality self-compassion and love and affirmation, worthiness. So one way I love to do this 
is by writing down the mind gremlins. Because when you acknowledge that, that's why this pillar is called acknowledge. If you just hear them and you observe them from a more neutral place, you just write them down. You're removing a, a lot of the judgment. You're removing a lot of the shame and you just write them down. That's like, it takes so much of their power away. Like you've just acknowledged them and they can like, poof, I'm glad I got that off my chest as opposed to just keep you spiraling and, and stuck in it, in that vortex, right? You write it down, you interrupt the pattern and you automatically tell your brain that like you can see the thought. You're not steeped in them. You are observing them. That is massively powerful, first of all. And then if you can reflect on like, where are these thoughts coming from? Is this a pattern? Is this someone else's story? Is this something that my inner child was taught? So reflecting on where this came from, because it's not your truest essence. It always comes from something else. So reflecting on that and saying, okay, this isn't just me. This is so much other factors that are causing these mind gremlins. And then the next step is to reflect on, okay, how does this make me feel? Again, as the observer, you're looking at that list and it's, oh, I feel defeated. I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel disappointed. Whatever the feelings are, name them. Because that reduces their power. Again, it's just acknowledging and naming. It gives them the space and grace to exist, but we're not going to stay there. We're going to move from there. We're going to say, how can I take that thought and reframe it in a way that feels much better? So A, how would you prefer to feel? Once you've named the feelings that you already have, how would you prefer to feel as you go through this challenge or this hurdle or this speed bump or whatever has been causing those mind gremlins to show up? Whether you want to work with a new client or you want to offer a new offer or you want to pivot or whatever it is, you want to pitch something, whatever it is that is causing those mind gremlins to really act up, how would you like to feel instead? Marinate on that. And then using that, take those old thoughts and practice reframing them. So how can you turn them into more powerful and supportive thought? And how can you infuse them with self-love and worthiness and hope and possibility and trust? I like to use the word yet. So if my mind gremlin is, you haven't worked with someone who's making a million dollars yet. So you don't know how you can't do it. I like to go in and say, okay, that's making me feel small and incapable. And I don't want to feel that. What I want to feel instead is empowered. I want to feel excited. I want to feel hopeful. And I want to feel full of possibility. So maybe a, a, a reframe would be, okay, I haven't been paid by someone who's making a million dollars to coach them yet, 
but I have coached people who are making a million dollars and I've offered them value and transformation. And I believe in my ability to support people at that level. That's just an example. So do you see how that feels so much more hopeful and possible? I hope so. And I'd love for you to touch base with me and share, if you feel comfortable and called to, one of your reframes. What is a limiting belief that's holding you back? A mind gremlin that is like irking you? And what is your reframe going to be? And how can you listen more to the reframe and root into that more than the unconscious running rampant of those current mind gremlins? The last step of this first part of the framework is to decide your destiny. No one can decide it for you. No one else has been given this exact mission. No one else is you. And you always have choices. And so it's up to you to decide. It's no coincidence that every episode I do of this podcast starts with the cunty decision too. Because it all comes back to decisions that we have to make. And deciding our destiny is something that we get to do. We don't have to stay in victimhood. We don't have to stay in a place of defeat. We get to decide. Even if we have to take baby steps, even if we don't see the whole staircase, it's deciding what that next step is going to be and what we want to pursue and what hill we're going to die on and what we're here to do on this world and how we're going to do it. Even if it's just the next step, we have to decide. And a lot of times for us entrepreneurs of historically excluded backgrounds, marginalized backgrounds, we don't see enough of what we want to see in the world because this world still is not a place that is created for us. It's not, there's a lot that needs to be done. And how is it going to get done if we don't do it? So a lot of the things that we're trying to do, yes, we don't see many examples. And so this is where faith comes in. Not necessarily the religious kind, whatever kind of spirituality and faith system you can tap into that allows you to, instead of the saying, I got to see it to believe it, whatever you can tap into that helps you reverse that and say, I'm going to believe it first and I'm going to see it happen. First, I'm going to believe it and I'm going to create it. That is so powerful. That's really a solid part of what faith is. It's believing something before you see it. That is huge, especially for us who aren't the dominant, privileged group in society. The dominant, privileged group, these things all around them. So yeah, it's easy to believe it. For us, we have to work a little harder and we have to persevere and we have to keep believing in ourselves to be able to take on these assignments and these missions to make the world a better place. 
And we have to try our best to not give up. And that starts with acknowledging what is going on around us, what's trying to keep us stuck and small. What are some societal bullshit stories that are trying to keep you stuck? What environments are you in that are trying to keep you stuck? And what are you going to decide for yourself moving forward? On the next episode, we will be tapping into the next pillar of the framework, which is activate. And I can't wait to do that with you. And for today, I want you to acknowledge something that's been getting in your way or keeping you feeling stuck or keeping you feeling small or filling you with doubts or whatever it is. Just acknowledge it today. Get curious about it. Get compassionate about it. Step back, zoom out a bit and take on the role of observer and inquirer and researcher and just get more objective with it and not so sucked into it and then offer yourself some objective evidence that either disproves it or proves it. Seek out your evidence, tap into the feeling that you'd rather have and create a reframe for yourself. Try to spin it in a different light. Open your mind to other perspectives. I love you so much. I can't wait to see you thrive and to infuse yourself with more self-belief, self-trust. Ultimately, I look forward to you not giving up on yourself, on your truth, on your mission, on this work that you're meant to do. Even if it looks different from yesterday, trust me, I have pivoted a fair number of times and there is a through line that I keep coming back to that's what keeps me going and not giving up so what is that for you what do you really care about and why are you going to decide not to give up on it I love you so much I will talk to you next week have a fabulous week and definitely reach out to me and share your thoughts from this episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Kunti Life and Biz Realness today. Someone in your circle needs to hear this. Can you share it and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so this Kunti movement can grow? And don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Naomi underscore authentically. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you. You can always head over to CuntyCoaching.com to work with me, join my events, my Cunty email chronicles, and more. I hope you have a fulfilling week and I can't wait to talk to you next week. This is your Cunty Coach Naomi signing off. Babe, do you ever feel like you need a mood boost throughout your day? Like you could use some extra cunty coach Naomi inspo and energy in your ear? I have just the thing. I've recorded five cunty affirmations tracks that you can access now on demand. In the morning while getting dressed, courageous track. In the shower, unapologetic track. After lunch before getting back to your desk, notable track. 
These are just examples. I cannot wait to keep seeing you shine bright in this world. They're accessible through Apple Podcasts. Grab them now at the link in the show notes. And in grabbing these Kunti Affirmations tracks, you'll be added to the feed to get future exclusive content. How cool is that? Let's get Kunti! Enjoy! Enjoy!